I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Marshawn Lynch, but like he still said it best. Like he's about that action, right? Like, like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for four months from now. We'll talk about it in four months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that dugout we got Bo and Joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now fellas 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 and <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the farm unfiltered Bo here we are we back we are. again baby right here back into this action Right back into this movement. Here we go. Here we, Here we are. Go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Joe, I um, just want to say real quick, what's I'm that? pretty pumped about the setup with the camera over here. I'm not sitting next to you, but still looking kind of pretty away. I mean, yeah. It's kind of big time. I agree. You'll probably look that. the best. We're, we're, we're going to get the background figured out for you here soon. Yeah, we'll get there. I, I mean, we're, we're getting there too as well. I, I need I need to do like the double, like wide bookshelf mm. from behind. You know, it makes me look uh, educated. It's all part of the glow up. You know, it's, it's all part of the glow up. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there for sure. For sure. We're, we're, we're making some things happen, Captain. Got some we got yep. some fun things on the work. We got, hey, we got some uh, big boy stuff coming out uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Some projects that we've been working on. Um, yep. Well, starting to get introduced. You know, we can't just give it yeah. to you. Because if yeah. we just give it all to you, it's too much. Right? It's 100%. like, I just not, that's not how I was, you know, like. That's not how we took it in, right? We didn't take yeah. it all in at once. It was in pieces. So we got to feed it in pieces and the same, yeah. down the same rabbit holes and the stuff that we learned. So, For sure. Man. We going to do it though. I'm excited for that. Those boys to start getting rolling out. We got some. We got, we got a lot of big things moving. There's just, just so much stuff moving that it's almost like you forget how much stuff you got moving. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be what? It'll probably be like two years from now when everybody will understand right now what we have moving. Right. Like there's well, so many things then, that are not in public. Even then, yeah. we're coming up on three years of this thing. I think you mentioned like we're what I, yeah, a couple days away from our three year anniversary. Away. Three year anniversary. And that's correct. You look up now. We're finally starting to see some stuff we had moving two years ago. You know, I know. So that's true. That's all part true. Of it. Everybody sees. You know, the the what they said like the success, the little uh, um, iceberg hanging out the water. They see what's above the water, right? But yep. man, a lot of things into that three years that we're just seeing some. Uh, come to fruition nowadays 100 all right so well, Bo, Bo, what do we got what do we got for the people i know someone's over here hitting fast forward 30 seconds they don't want yeah. to hear us ramble all right well what else i think what, they what should i think I, I think they should go back a little bit because the iceberg's kind of a good spot to start right like we're, <laughs> yeah. we're getting to the point now where we're getting to the season and uh we've done all the work we've done the weight room stuff we practice we're going to talk about kind of transitioning into season what does it look like for practice what does it look like for the weight room um, I know there's a lot of different theories and a lot of uh, stuff that people think they should and shouldn't do. Um, I know you're pretty passionate about this stuff, so I think we're going to dive into that kind of progressing into the season and and what does that look like? You know? Yeah, I think I think the big thing there is it's not an easy subject, right? I mean, you yeah. got it's it's pretty complicated, um, and the and the things you're trying to navigate, especially when you start taking all these uh, factors in. And so <clears throat> one thing I've, we've actually been consulting with a bunch of coaches lately and probably kind of experts in what they do um, in mm-hmm. regards to um, obviously coaches that have been coaching for years and how they structure their system, right? And so it's one thing to be able to operate 
um, you know, to, to do the day to day. It's one thing to be able to clean a toilet. It's another thing to be able to get a group of people to be able to clean the toilet as good as you clean the toilet. Right. Right. And so now that's the other thing with that, because, you know, coaching and cleaning toilets are one, you know, one and one. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So, it seems like the right. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Analogy. I was thinking. Um, so direct but, correlation. Any, yeah. Direct correlation. Um, but <laughs> no, it, it, it just sets the precedent of with that is when coaches actually go in and they start thinking about some of the best coaches, you know, that have been doing this for years, how they actually structure and how they structure their practice plans and their progressions into season and how they blend from these, this, this part of your, um, you know, getting preseason, right. When the guys first get there in the fall, they come back from break this preseason time and then now going into their seasons that they, a lot of them didn't know if they're even going to be able to have. Right. So you have yeah. all this complication there. That's when, you know, you get to some of these, um, these fun parts of where we are now and also yeah. how we navigate that going into season and how in season we can, uh, design our practices and our training sessions to get the most out of our athletes. And we don't lose and have a big fall off going into our right. next season. And we can, you know, do some of these things and we're going to kind of talk through a lot yeah. of that. Well, and you talk about um, like losing, whether it's actual performance or whether it's strength, whether, you know, if we talk about the weight room, one thing I used to think about like your car, right? Like there's a reason that they have you do maintenance every 5,000 miles instead of bringing it in at 50,000 miles and now you have to make all these changes. And that was my biggest thing when they talk about the weight room is like, well, I'm afraid to lift in season. I'm afraid to... I'm going to get too sore, so we're going to do more volume. Um, and now you're doing more volume, and I would still get sore. <laughs> you know, so I think it's finding that gap of like, and I know there's periodization, there's times you go for strength, there's times you go for, you know, whatever whatever you're going for. But just because the season's here, and this is for, and don't hear it, I'm not saying I know everybody's individualized, but just because the season's here doesn't mean we need to stop everything we've been doing to this point. Um, and I think that's part of the art because everybody views it differently, but like blending and progressing and finding the right thing for your players to get them to perform on the field. Cause like we talked about on the last series, like ultimately we need to do whatever is going to give our guys the best chance to perform on game day. Yeah, no. And, um, big piece is understanding what you have already been doing to build up to this point. Like I was just telling you, uh, before we jumped on was that if, Again, how you got to this point, like if you're all of a sudden you're trying to make all these changes and say, I'm going to completely change my program now, it's like, well, you're going in the season, yeah. right? So it, yeah. this isn't the greatest time to be making a whole bunch of changes. Um, now, don't get me wrong, there's still adjustments you can make, but making a full infrastructure change right now because you mm -hmm. realize that you messed up early in the fall um, is, you know, not the greatest, you know, way to go about it as well, right? So yeah. <clears throat> sometimes we do need to perform surgery and do yeah. what we got to do, but um, in any case, okay, so where I go uh, with that, I think that's really important as, as well is you brought up a great point, though, that we started talking about beforehand. And one of the big things that's been going around um, social media a little bit lately has been talking about on the performance side of things, uh, what you just said is guys will train heavy, lift heavy, do all this power, right? And then they get into season and they go, okay, well, me lifting heavy is what gets me sore. Yeah. Well, no, not directly. If it's all about um, your volume and also how you were training your CNS system. So, for example, I could go uh, when I was training and because of how I was training, my body was already used to that volume and int intensity is that I could go and max out, um, you know, once a week on certain things and be zero sore the next day. Right. Good to go. 
right? But that's because right. I train my body to be able to do that. There's also, for example, let's take it the opposite way. Some guys run two miles every day, right? Yeah. When they wake up the next day, they're not sore. Their body's mm -hmm. used to running two miles. So that volume right. doesn't do anything. But if I'm a sprinter and I wake up in the morning and then I have to go, I'm going to go run two miles. That, because now I'm going away from the power and I'm going yeah. towards distance and I'm adding volume. Right. Now I'm going to have fatigue and now I'm going to have a lot of those things. So it, it's not one or the other. It's where I am physiologically, right? Yep. And this is the tough part as well is that your players are probably physiologically in different places because, you mm -hmm. know, you come back from break, you got COVID, you got all these other things in. But a majority though, you can take on majority of the group and where they yeah. are. And again, so obviously there's going to be some stragglers or some advanced guys, mm -hmm. but you're going to have your, your, your main group in the, in, in the beginning that I can, I can kind of focus on, on how I right. want to structure things. And it, and we don't need, I used to, I used to believe like that, that when I was in season that we were just maintaining, but, yeah. um, you can make gains while you're in season and sure. it doesn't have to be, um, yeah. and, and gains doesn't mean putting on weight. Right. Um, right. I can be making gains for my power production side of how quickly I can become a better athlete while I am in season. And, uh, right. Zach Deccan, you know, we've had him on the, we had him on the podcast a while back ago. Um, you know, uh, he kind of expressed that quite a bit, um, uh, when he's mm -hmm. been talking about that a lot, especially being at this time of the year is that, you know, yeah. TCU, um, they make gains as athletic gains throughout the entire year yeah. and strength gains throughout the entire mm -hmm. year. They don't necessarily just mark off that time, a time and stop, right. uh, developing. Well, and, and the point I would say there to the coaches is when do you want your guys to peak? When do you, when, when do you want your guys to be the strongest? And to do that, you have a box and like you were saying, some guys might operate kind of on the fringe of the box, but they're still operating within the system we put in place. And the big thing there is consistency. That's what that's what Zach said is that, look, you're going to go on the road for two weeks. And when I was at Utah Valley my freshman year, we traveled for 28 days in the month of March. Literally, we were on the road for 28 days. And we would still get in the weight room because you start to get sore when you miss a few weeks. And now your CNS, you know, it's always being, uh, we're always hard, we're always conditioning our body and our mind and our, and our muscles all the time. So the soreness comes from the lack of consistency, in my opinion. And now as you're progressing throughout the season, when we were at Sterling, I felt the strongest when I got to the playoffs or when we got to the World Series because I had been consistent with the work. And now, sure, if we're two weeks left in the season and we need to put all of our energy there, that's fine. Now I, my tank, I can empty the tank. But when we're going to the season and we're starting to empty the tank because we've lacked some of that consistency, and that's why teams, I think, kind of peak early is that, you know, you start with a plan and then halfway through the year, we start to let the rope go a little bit, let the rope go a little bit. And pretty soon we're not even following the plan anymore. We're not, we don't even have a box to hold people accountable in. And I know a lot of that doesn't just fall on the coach. There is some player accountability there too. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of that just comes to consistency over the duration of the long season. Yeah. No. And I'll just say, and again, I know there's two things that I'm thinking that coaches right now are saying, right? There's two things mm -hmm. that are coming to mind. One, hold on. Last two podcasts, y'all been talking about putting skill in front of uh, physicality. And now yeah. we're talking about, I need to maintain my physicality or I need to keep getting gains in physicality. Mm -hmm. But what if it's interrupting my skill stuff, right? I'm going to mix that in, right? That question. Good yeah. question. Um, the For second sure. question I think that's being asked before I forget, Bo, 
And I think mm-hmm. I might have already forgot my second question that I knew that would pop up. Uh, oh, the second one that I was thinking that coaches are thinking is sometimes we get back from a load, long road trip and we had a plan to lift Monday, Bo, yeah, but yep. we just got back. Mm-hmm. All these guys are kind of hanging a little bit. It was cold weather. It was a tough thing, yeah. you know, beginning of the season, yep. you know, the, the season hasn't really changed in and you're not got that warm weather yet. It's not as fun. Sure. So some of these guys getting back, you know, they're behind on school because they just got, you know, on all, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Um, so those are the first two things. I think we should tackle yeah. those one by one. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're not yeah. small questions and they're not small things yeah. to navigate. For so sure. uh, the, the first thing that you're you're thinking through, um, I think, is with that is, again, balancing physicality and skill work, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, how I think that those kind of blend into one question, right, it, it, again, will lead to the second one. But the first, the, the first thought process with that is, again, yeah, remember, we're not saying physicality isn't important. It is yeah. important. It just can't be become come before my skill work on it, especially in the macro and in, in the big view. There's going to be some days that okay, maybe I, I overdid it a little bit yesterday. Maybe I overdid it a little bit. I, I thought it was not going to be as much, or maybe I did that, and then you know life happens. I had to go help move somebody's house, or you know again yeah. one of the players had to go do something else, or they in PE did sprints and they weren't used to doing sprints or something, or not PE but like. Right. Uh, you know, like a, a certain type of, uh, you know, kinesiology, we used to do a lot of, you know, physical activities. We'd play, you know, the, again, yeah. a lot of these, these kids are also in, in, in like kinesiology, yeah. sports management, you you're know, things like that, right? You you end up having yeah. to do stuff in class. You yeah, know, you're, they're, so, they're, you're they're, sore from something. Yeah, Life yeah still you happens. get sore. Yeah, and also too, yeah. you also get sore from being on the field, right? Yeah. I threw a bunch or I did all these other things, right? I'm going to be sore and I'm going to have to manage yeah. that too. So it's not... Let's not yeah. throw those things or mitigate those, sure. those, those things that are, are within the, the system that yeah. you're going to have to deal with, right? Well, um, yeah, <clears throat> and, and just to build off your point before we run by it, I, I like to think of the Alan Jager line. You know, you have all these throwing programs, but you still need to listen to your arm. Um, we're, we're not saying that, you know, just because two days of heavy lift day that you need to go and lift heavy if you don't feel like it. That's not what we're saying. But – that also doesn't mean that you can give them an inch because some kids, they, they're just not as motivated as another kid. You know, you tell them, hey, if you're sore, you know, you don't need to lift. Well, little Billy, every day he seems to be sore. So, and, yeah. and like I said, I think a lot of that's accountability. You built the culture. You got the right guys in your program. And there were days at Utah Valley where we wouldn't lift as a team. We'd get home at 4 in the morning and we were supposed to have a lift day at 7. He'd say, hey, I trust you guys to get the lifting on your own. And the team would be accountable and we told totally each other to that standard. And I think a lot of that for those programs, that might say more about your culture than the actual lifting program, which is a different thing we can talk about. But a lot of those coaches too, it's, it's bigger than just the program. It's setting the culture that your team's going to follow what they need to follow, which that goes down a different rabbit hole. We don't need to go there. But I think there's a bigger issue that can be addressed than like, uh, that specific small detail, you know, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, I think the, also the other piece with that as well is just being like, again, look, we're talking, we, we want to look macro micro things yeah. are going to happen. And also to micro sure. and individual athletes are going to have different things going on. You might have to be more mm-hmm. on certain guys, less on right. other guys. Uh, you might have to design your practices one way for, you know, specific groups, maybe, you know, your group two of hitting, you have to be more on top of your group one, you know, they're going to manage their stuff yeah. or, Whatever that is, right? There's always always going to be these uh, things where I have to make exceptions, changes, adaptations into my my yeah. coaching plan. Um, right. But also, with that being said, is again, is that 
uh, we have to make sure on the opposite extreme is that we're not going, okay, um, we're not going to, um, you know, get these lifts in. Um, because again, like I said, we're just going to lose strength, yeah. you know, uh, throughout season. And then all of a sudden playoffs yeah. are going to come and then all my guys are going to seem sore every single day because again, their yeah. bodies are doing all this, all this, um, all this, uh, physical, uh, labor, but again, they don't have the strength yeah. or capacity or they've lost the strength of supportive muscles and all those other things that I'm going to need, uh, to create sure. a lot of that safety net that I have when guys get fatigued. Um, yeah. and so we want to continue to maintain that throughout the season. So yes, yeah. does there need to be an adjustment to my performance or strength plan going into season? Yes. There, I would, there needs to be an adjustment, right? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't need to be, um, you know, all of a sudden we start, you know, pampering them with, you know, like walking right. on eggshells and we don't want to, uh, you know, we don't yeah. want to do anything heavy and, and we don't want to, uh, we're just going to do everything with body weight or some of these extreme, right. or we're just going to stop lifting. I know a lot of programs and yeah. again, especially some places just stop yeah. lifting completely. Right. right? So yeah. those are obviously all extremes, you know, for sure. And when you, when you look at some of the best players in the world, I remember, uh, listening to Corey Snyder talk my little league coach he'd lift on game day like these guys are big leaguers mm -hmm. they're they're lifting pretty heavy in the morning still on game day yeah because when when you take a day off that is your maintenance for your body that your body that's what I need to do to get prepared to hit and play at a high level and for me for example with back issues and hamstring issues I had to like if I didn't do it my back was going to start to hurt and that's what held me accountable and I know a lot of guys don't have the routine to get in there. And I think that's why it starts in the fall. When you talk about planning a strength schedule for a season, I really think the, the, the spring season, your schedule plan should be done or figured out in, in the fall. You know, like that's what Zach talked about as well is that when they come in in September, we already have the roadmap for when we get to Omaha back then, you know, we know mm -hmm. what we're going to do to progress to get there. We're not kind of flying by the seat of my pants and building all this strength and building the engine. And then, here comes game day and now we're done. I think it's like you were saying, it's a macro vision and then we'll figure out the micro details as we progress through the thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So you have to have some overall infrastructure and then the infrastructure provides freedom for you to move within. Right. And so yeah. like, you know, again, obviously within that infrastructure, uh, you have, uh, you have the ability to make those small adjustments and because you have the rest of the group, the yeah, majority of your group will be on that infrastructure and there shouldn't be a ton of variability, but you have the ability to yeah. have some variability and be able to, you know, right. again, if you progress rightly and hold everybody accountable and, you know, again, everybody's uh, physiologically in very similar spots, then, you know, yeah. you're in a good spot, right? Um, obviously, yep. you have transfers. Obviously, you have some of those other things. And again, most among these people as well have their own um, you know, uh, some of these bigger schools have their own dedicated strength coach in their area, but there's obviously yeah. again more so what we're talking to as well. And again, it would be very, you know, on that same note of, um, specifically again, we're not necessarily talking directly to a strength coach here. Now, again, yeah. I'm, there's right. definitely something that you can take from this, but we're more talking to in generalized approaches for coaches, uh, that are having to do and wear multiple hats. Right. And again, I know right. that I've had to do it. You've had to do it. Um, and yeah. where, where those multiple hats and how we can put those, you know, basically create an infrastructure, um, so that, you know, we could be successful and roll something out going into the season. And if you're not there now and you, you're realizing now as you're listening to this, or, you know, you were about to make that mistake and maybe your guys aren't ready and physiologically in a different place. Again, 
this might just be notes for you to write down and things that how you structure things going into the next season, right? Like, I mean, you're going right. to get better in how you structure things. And yes, you can do things now. You don't need to wait until the next season to be able to do anything. But at the same time, right. at the same time, you know, we don't need, uh, uh, you don't need to completely like remodel everything. You know what I'm saying? No, I think you're right that the sky isn't falling. You know, I mean, you can still get through the season. Um, I think it's more of from a large scope to examine where do my guys seem to fall off in the season? Uh, are we fatigued more here? When are we peaking? I think that's the conversation we're trying to have is just like an audit, a program audit, you know? How are you guys running things now based off this new information we're receiving in the conversations that's starting to have? Like, how can we hold ourselves accountable as a coach? Because I've also played in those programs growing up where like if the coach isn't accountable and the coach is kind of not solidified in the plan, well, the players probably aren't going to be either. Like I'm mm -hmm. following the example. You need to lead these guys from the front. And a lot of that is the accountability in a unified staff is where it really starts. And like you're saying, I mean, you'll get through it. We're what, a week away? Some of these seasons have started, you know, mm -hmm. so you kind of got to go to war with what you got now. Yeah. Um, Especially when I'm listening kind of, to this, so it'll probably be next yeah, week already anyway, right. so. Mm. And that kind of leads me into uh, the strength stuff obviously is important, but the skill piece you talked about and prioritizing one or the other and kind of progressing into the season with, you know, whether it's swing changes, uh, pitching mechanic changes, whatever that looks like, kind of starting to blend that into the game. And with these guys already playing, like, how do we manage that? And how do we manage that from like an individual standpoint per player? Yeah, so I think I think from I'm going to speak more from the hitting lens, but it, not necessarily from hitting, but from just skill acquisition. So yeah. that that go, will go across the board for your catchers or your pitchers or you know whatever that is, right? Right. And so for me necessarily, what I I think that's important there is that you're going to have these older patterns that are going to want to try to sleep sit, uh, seat back in. Usually in the very beginning, going into season. Um, some people have some nerves and all some other things that can pop up, but in general, um, a lot of guys are feeling pretty good going into season, right? Like yeah. again, they're fresh. They've been eating well. They just came back home uh, from break. You know, again, they, their legs are ready to rock. Um, there's not a lot of injuries typically at this point in the year, unless guys came back and didn't, you know, um, uh, on ramp well, or, or, you know, all, all of those things. Right. So, um, you know, typically we're going into season with less uh, issues then towards the end. Right. Right. Um, they're not that limp to the finish thing yet. Right. So, <laughs> right. um, yeah. So towards the beginning of the season, again, some of these guys are feeling pretty good. So again, it's more so about coming up with a routine. I was just actually talking about one of my athletes the other day. Um, I think it was yesterday when we were talking through, I said, okay, like I want you, I started to have, I started to switch my conversations more from, okay, we're in a pretty good spot where you're moving into season. It doesn't mean that we're not going to be trying to get better while we're in season, but I need to start having these conversations about developing a routine that's specific to you and things that are staples that you need to make sure that you stay on top of uh, right. going into season because it's going to be very easy uh, for you not to, right? right. It's going to be very right. it's going to be very easy for you to like, you know, again, forget about doing your personal stuff or I feel good, so why should I do it or um, you know, we just had a long, you know, had a long road trip or I, or I had a show and go today or you know, like all of those things that pop right. up. Right. So, yeah. um, we started talking about like developing a routine for him and yeah. also how to do that within a team setting. Right? right. So like within a team setting, how do I do that as well? 
And so then we yeah. start talking, you know, again, like, okay, why tell me your, your team's normal routine. Okay. How can yeah. I get my personal work in while a team's still doing their own thing? And how can I, you know, mm-hmm. set up my pregame routine, you know, on deck, on deck routine, um, pitch to pitch routine. What are things that I go to? What are my go to, um, you know, drills when something's off? What are my go to feels when something is off? Okay. That feel didn't work. What's another feel I can go to? All of these are the things yeah. basically setting up for things to go wrong because they will, right? Or you'll lose a feel or what would used to work for you at the beginning of the season is no longer working for you now or what you thought was going to yeah. work for you going into season and then you get in the season and you're striking out a ton and you're thinking, okay, hold on, there must be some, and again, my my pattern fell apart or um, the pattern that I created wasn't too good, right? What happens yeah. a lot, right? A lot of people create yeah. patterns and they're not too good and I need to change the direction of my swing. Or what you know? What I need yeah. to do from the pitching side, hitting side, or catching. I went to a, a single leg, you know, uh, knee on the ground, you know, type stance, and you know that didn't work for me, right? Or I went, mm-hmm. um, you know, I went away from that because you know my coach didn't like that for me, and now I'm having a whole bunch of pass balls or something like you know whatever that might be, right? right. So um, I think it's more so again figuring out what my routine's going to be that I need to get right. done. You know, my uh, my. Um, indies right but yeah. also my, my my personal routine of figuring yeah. out what that is uh for those guys so yeah okay let's flesh that out what yeah. you what you can do for a team setting first off have that conversation with your team yeah right have that conversation with the entire team make it yeah. just like i'm talking obviously you're talking to a bunch of people right now i'm not making it very specific i'm giving specific examples and i'm stepping right. into it but I'm not just running down that one path, right? So the same thing, yeah. like painting an overall picture for the entire team of like, hey, we got to all start developing our own routines, right? Now, yeah. again, obviously there's respect to the team's routines, right? But all yeah. of us will have our own individual routines in regards to the team routines. Again, let's say we're doing three rounds of 15, right? I mean, three rounds of five equaling 15 swings, okay? So three rounds. Now, in between each round, what again, you developing what you're doing each round, right? I might be having you guys do situational stuff or whatever. Okay, well, in between rounds, there's T's on the side of the cage where you can go and get your own work in in between those rounds and come back in, right? So, yeah. so again, just and then pitchers same thing. Okay, you guys are gonna be throwing bullpens. Okay, well, while we're doing that, obviously we have all these other gadgets and these do things, or we have our catch player, we have a structure, all these other things. Okay, well, you could be getting your own personal things in that's important for you. Again, maybe it's single leg work, maybe it's um, you know holds or whatever you know whatever your thing is, right? You know, maybe yeah. it's your band work, maybe it's your um, a flat ground, maybe it's your you know um, you know talking strategy with your catcher or what what do you know? It could be a billion things in that way. Maybe it's watching other guy's pen and just learning from his pen. Or, you know, uh, writing your thoughts, going in your daily journal that day and writing in your thoughts of, you know, the things that have helped, what felt good, grip variations, yada, 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 right? But a yeah. developing time and scheduling time inside the team's routines for your own routines um, for sure. and, and, and starting to have that conversation with everybody and making them have some ownership, not only yeah. um, on their own, their own things, but also to being respectful to everybody else's routines and, you know, movements as well. For sure. Yeah, I think it, I think you made a good point there that, when you started that we're going to have the conversation of the type of team we're going to be. We're going to have a type of conversation, the kind of offense we're going to be. And then individually, I'm sure we've talked to this point and I've told you where you fit into that. Now we have these parameters that we're all working towards and how we're going to play type of type of style. But you, you schedule that into the team practice that look, here's the plan, Bo, we're going to do three by 15 but in between each round, you have the freedom to do what you need to do. Now, this is what we're going to be doing. 
but I have a mutual understanding with you, Joey, that you need to work on this and maybe Bo doesn't. And Bo, mm -hmm. Joe is doing something different. It, you know, it, it, that's just what he needs to do. And I didn't always play in programs like that. I, you know, growing up, it was like, this is what we're going to do. And it was run more like an army camp. And mm. it's good. You're, you're checking the boxes and it's appealing to the eye. But in reality, we're all individuals with unique movement profiles. And I think having that conversation with your players that this is what we're doing, but you have the freedom to do what you need to do to hit. What Bo does might not work for Joe, and it might look different to the outside or to what it looks like in between rounds. But once again, starts with the culture early on in the fall that this is how we're going to do it, and you need accountability because at the end of the day, it's your career. That's the conversation I'd always have with Sterling. If you follow everything I do, how much ownership do you have of your career? I'm going to put you in a box, and if you need to venture to one of the corners to get yourself ready to play, then do it. You know, yeah, but uh, it, it gets hairy though because you don't want to give them too much room. You know, you, you still need a parameter and well, a, a certain and it, standard and to it, be held to. Yeah, well, and it, and it just matters to what level you're coaching, right? You're going to give high schoolers different room than you're going to give your minor leaguers. You know, right? Like, I mean, you're you're going into different things and you're going to different seasons again. Even if you're going to go to again, like, there's a lot of guys again. Clemson's going to coach his his guys a lot different than like a smaller JUCO with yeah. <clears throat> with you know kids that are not on scholarship and you know again maybe sports is secondary to them. They, they you got to speak to your audience, right? And and understanding right. what's a little bit unreasonable or like know your athlete, right? As as Randy Sullivan likes to say, so. Yep. Like knowing your athlete and knowing what's going on and what's going to be what makes sense and where you can stretch them and where you can't stretch them. And again, that's where the art comes in. It's not just like do this or do that. Like you got to be able to make, you know, calls on the, on the run right? and be able to, um, and like, you know, be able to make calls on the run and, and being able to, um, you know, make adjustments, you know, and as you see fit now, again, the, let me give you the freedom. If you haven't felt the freedom, you don't need to be perfect. Yep. You don't need to be perfect. No one is. Every yeah. coach is going to make mistakes. Every hitter, no hitter is going to bat a thousand. All right. Unless you right. get one AB. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yep. Again, you're not going to bat a thousand. Okay. As a coach, yeah. you're not going to bat a thousand either. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. You're going to, again, you're going to talk for the group and then it's, someone's going to interpret it weird or they're going to go in the weight room. They're going to get hurt or they're not going to go in the weight room and manage less. And then they're going to, you know, or again, they're going to be running bases and a guy does this or blah, 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 blah. You know, again, you, you, you thought you were doing the right thing. You realize you're going the wrong direction. You know, all these yeah. things are going to happen. You're going to get better as a coach. So for sure. at, the, at the end of the day, you're doing your best with the knowledge you currently have. Right to make yeah. the best assessment, the best routines, the best things you can do, and again, you by listening to this is already starting to develop yourself into having better, better uh, thought processes into right. how I can organize my practices and organize uh, my uh, progressions going into seasons, yeah. um, and also set me up for the next year as well. Uh, I would hope that you're a better coach next year than you are this year, and if you're not, um, I got a resource called Farm Plus for you. But in any case. <laughs> In any case, like, again, you know, we want to continue getting better, just like we want our players to get better every single year. You know, we want to get better every single year. Right, for sure. That's the evolution there. And it really starts with that open line of trust that, and I was listening to Head of the Curve, and um, who was he interviewing? I can't remember. They were talking about Coach Berman at LSU. 
And he said that comment that like, I'm going to make the, I'm going to make the decisions. I'm going to put you guys inside of a plan. I'm going to do all this stuff because I'm the coach, but I also understand I'm going to fail you. Like I know that going in that we're going to have to mm -hmm. make adjustments. Um, and me saying that you realize you'll have to make adjustments to your plan. But at the end of the day, I trust you and you trust me enough for the open line of communication to do what we need to do. Cause like you're saying, I look back two years ago and think, wow, I was coaching players not necessarily wrong. Cause in the moment I thought it was right, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that now, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's the great thing about this game is that you learn, you evolve and you have a chance to get better just like your players do. Um, or sometimes I think we think it's like our way or the highway. You know, I've, I've been around longer than you players, so you need to listen to me. When in reality, like we're all learning and evolving, um, or else we probably wouldn't be doing the podcast and, and the show, anyways. But I, I thought that was a good point you made there. Yeah, I mean that's that's the humility that comes with it of being like again, just like we talked about. It. If it's your first day on the job, great. Doesn't mean again and, until I until I know it all, right? Yeah. Which I won't. Right? Yeah. Um, until I know sure. it all, there's always something that you can teach me um, and there's always something that I can take in from every situation and where I can draw from. It's just more so putting myself in that mindset of being a learner. Um, and yeah, I think that's a good, honest conversation to have with players and again, to have them help them with some of that anxiety that comes with that of like, okay, giving them some ownership and not just sitting there and telling them because again, you're, you're, you're developing men, right? Yeah. Or women, right? Developing yeah. men or women and you're, you're helping them develop uh, the thought process going into the year and teaching them to, to create their own schedules and their yeah. own priorities and their own right. things that they need to come up with. Because again, in the, in the real world, I don't know about you guys, but it's not someone just telling me, I have to get up, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do this, I have to do that. I have to, and then, like, I have to make that on my own, right? Especially, mm -hmm. again, like well, what we do, bro, like, you know, no one's yeah. telling us what to do, right? Right. So because of that, and again, um, some people need a lot more structure. And again, that's the piece. You can give them some grace. But again, if you're just always just giving them exactly what they need to do and you're not giving them any ownership or making them responsible for anything, you're also setting them up without when they go into life or again, they go to they go to the work. They're the guy that's going to go up to their boss and say, hey, what do you need me to do? Rather than right. being like, hey, I saw this was needed to be done. So I did it, you know, for sure. um, or I, I, I tried this and blah, blah, blah. And again, you're, you're taking out the innovation. You're taking out the. Yeah. Uh, the drive for them to you know do their own thing as well. So um, yep. encouraging them to make their own routines, and then again checking in with them. Don't just give it to them and say, "Hey, figure out your own routine." And just being like, right. "I'm giving you the freedom to create with it." Once you got it, you have any questions about how what you should be doing your thing? Again, checking with your hitting coach, checking with your pitching coach, checking with me because I'm all three of them. Whatever that is, yeah. right? Like like you know, it's I can help you, but also too, I can't build the perfect program. So why do I expect you to? Now I have right. more experience, and I might be able to help you with that program. But at the same right. time as well, I need you to go and again, take those steps and then we can, again, utilize me as a resource. But again, I'm, I don't, I don't expect you to have a perfect program or routine or any of those things. For sure. The game, the game kind of has a funny way of teaching you about life if you let it, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> life has a funny way of teaching you about life, you know? It does. It does. <laughs> it, base, base, that's why I think it's funny too, is again, we like to compartmentalize a lot of things as well. But, you know, I, we used to say that um, how many times I'd catch myself and saying, in real life, in real yeah. life, in real life to my players. And I'm like, hold on, wait a second. This is real life. Like, yeah. Hold on, well, on the baseball field, me dealing with people, me going back and forth, you know, like solving problems. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. It's not baseball and everything else. That's, 
That's why I love the Augie Garrido video that, that circulates the uh, the internet where when they lost the game and he says a few words that probably shouldn't have been filmed, but he's saying this is life, you know, and, and a lot of times when I was young, when I was 18, 19, and Eric Matson was in there telling us that when you're a young kid, you don't view it that way. But in reality, there's something you can take away here that's a lot better than the game. And mm. that's why Augie was so passionate is that this game can give you so much if you let it. And if you don't, then it won't. But there's a reason a lot of those companies and a lot of people that are athletes and excel at sports go on to excel after sports, right? Because mm -hmm. you operate a little bit differently. You're always, once again, the CNS is at work or the, 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 the brain is processing how you do things with the routine to where when you're done, you're set up down the road. But once again, it's only if you let it, you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like that, that becomes the piece. And so, um, I, I think within all of that is look the same thing too. We're going to encourage you guys with the same thing. I'm, I can give you an example. And again, I can give you a bunch of examples of programs and ways that you could run your system. Um, but with all that being said, everything's got to be to your program with your constraints, with all yeah. this thing. You're, you can't take it well, as gospel. You're going to have to take it and yeah. adjust it because guess what? If I was in your shoes and I, again, knowing what I know, if I was in your shoes, I'm yeah. going to adjust the program based on the situation. For sure. So yeah. um, I have programs too. I don't write out the same programs to, you know, every mm -hmm. athlete. I don't write out the same programs yeah. to any of these things, right? It's, it's all about, um, it's all about, again, adjusting, right, to your situation, dynamic adjustability, right? Yeah. And being able to adjust all of that, you know, to your, your yeah. situation. So if, if I would adjust it, I'm encouraging you to adjust those things as well. For sure. It's for you. And more so yeah. just want to get you walking down the path of a mindset. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast and, and a, a coach mentioned that and I really liked it. He said, things you see on TV or on these platforms now, it's good to consume it, but you also need to take into consideration the roster that you have because, look, there's some rosters that you can individualize that you need to hold them on a strict leash and other times you can give them the leash to go do their own thing. And I think today we like to take a lot of things as gospel because a guy with influence is saying it. This is how Clemson's doing it. This is how the Yankees are doing it. When there's pieces in there that can fit into your program, but your program is still has your own identity. So we still need to make yeah. sure that we're operating with who we are, with the roster that we have and the coaching staff we have. And, yeah. and the capacity that we can get players to do what we're trying to do um, you, to be honest, you might just not have the skill set to do it either. That's something that mm -hmm. we need to do as coaches too, is be like, that sounds good, but can I, can I do that? Can I do that at a mass scale? Can I get players to do that? It's, it's, mm -hmm. there's levels to this thing too. You know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, simply put, it's sending to, if I, if we, uh, ran farm system, like Apple runs Apple, right. Mm -hmm. Um, then we'd be in trouble. Right, Apple is running differently today than it's ran every other year. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, and over the years, there's a lot more similarities. But also, too, with that being said, uh, again, they had to operate differently at different times in the growth of their program or their, or, or obviously their business. And so that's the same thing with you know clubs as well. Like again, right now, again, uh, Dinkle's first year at 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 at, a, at this new, at these new schools, like he had to run Sterling different than he runs out in Florida. Right? Yeah. Why? Because Southeastern has different constraints, different also too. He's in a different place coaching wise. He has a different skill set. He's again, he's right. getting more, um, um, again, he has different players, right? Yeah. A different, you know, all those things, right? So um, different field, different weather, 
right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of times in Sterling, again, it's snowing, all this stuff. I, I mean, I don't know about you, Bo. I, you can check because you live there. I, I don't know how much it snows out there in that part of, of, yeah. of Florida, okay? So yeah. that's a whole nother different constraint and also the players you're going to be able to get and also, you For know, sure. scholarship money and, uh, you know, or discounts or whatever, all the things that you can do are going to be different. Yeah. And also yeah. how much time do the players have? Right? What does their schedule look like? If some schools, you know, you have to be back at school right now. Other schools, you're still doing everything online and they can get everything done in three hours. And, you know, again, or again, you're in a JUCO and you don't have, you don't have uh, issues with uh, time of practice where, again, you go to a bigger school. Um, when it comes to like, again, a, a four year or something like that, where you have NCAAs where they're, they're regulating obviously what your, how much your practice time looks like. So, sure. uh, you got to adapt all those things within the environment that you're in. Um, yep. and, and, and take, what you can do um, and always be looking for what you could do better because again, yep. you, you've never maximized uh, you know, the potential of a certain yeah. place. For sure. So where do we want to go with this show? Do we want to dive into um, some specifics or do we want to save that for the next one? I was, I was going to ask you about um, the thought process of not mechanics and approach, but what do we do for hitting when we're, progressing through the season i said no if we want to open up that can of worms now or if maybe we want to save that for the next one yeah that's a big topic i would, I would uh I'll, we'll save that one we'll give a little precursor for our next episode to really drop out and, and, and kind of start from the beginning i think the problem is again is 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 where we'll probably have to start is from the beginning yeah. you know in the beginning in the beginning in the beginning <laughs> because you know once you're going in the season again there's definitely some tips and stuff to go here but again it all is based off of where your guys are currently at now, right? You know, how yeah. did you get here, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of those things as well. So definitely some things to dive into that we can dive in on the next episode. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we just want to, you know, this is a good uh, episode just talking about mindset. Make sure to share with your friends. I know, yeah. listen, we could all learn. We could all learn together and share information. That's what uh, Bo sure. and I are here, are here to do, uh, share things. And, again, um, Guys, continue to reach out to us. Things you guys want us to talk about, talk through. Um, send us DMs. Yeah. Um, get on yeah. your farm. Get on your farm plus, baby. Get on your yeah. farm plus. Get 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 banged in there. We got a. We got a. How many? How many we had now? Um, what one? A farm talks. Ooh, we're three, like three hundred farm talks. I think we're up to hundred mm -hmm. drills now. What do we got? Four courses. Four courses. We we're got, dropping them. We're dropping we're a new. There. We're dropping a new thing next week. Um, we also got, yeah, more courses that are in the works that are getting shot here very soon. Um, yeah, yeah we got a whole and, yeah. bunch of things moving. And we so, see you guys too, the people that are commenting and interacting, like we love that good or bad, you know, yeah. I, 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 I embrace a lot of the people saying that, you know, we don't know what we're talking about either. I, let's have the conversation, man. I love it. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> that's where it, that's where it starts. That's where it begins. <laughs> Curiosity or, you know, enough yeah. to want to say, that's not how I do things. Well, good. That's the first, yeah. that's the first, uh, that the first way we start talking about stuff. So, yeah. all right, guys. Well, from us and our partners until next time, farm system out. <laughs>